Look at this. We finally have enough emails that we can go ahead and have that mailbag. Segment. This is pretty exciting. About. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and click here at random and and see what the first one is. Uh huh. It's from a guy named Rick. Not this guy again. I admire your luck, Mister. You must excuse our job, Mr. Bond. He's an admirable manservant, but mute. He's not a very good caddy. So for those of you that are new to the podcast, the first letter we ever got was a simple email from this guy named Rick, who told us way back when that we would never make it past uh, Man with the Golden Gun. He was he was predicting our demise, mm-hmm. leaving the Sean Connery. Probably we had, we had, had so many jokes while we were doing the Sean Connery reviews uh, about the impending Roger Moore yeah. reviews. Well, we made it. We're, we're here. Not only have we made it, but today is a special day. Why is today a special day, Scott? It's February 9th. It's, and what day of the week is that? Tuesday. And we never come out on a Tuesday. Why no. would we release a podcast today? Because uh-huh. Spectre uh-huh. on Blu-ray is released in the United States. Yes. We get, the, we get the Blu-ray first. We get... Britain got the movie first. Mm-hmm. We get the Blu-ray first. So today is the official release of the actual Blu-ray DVD. They have been streaming it. Uh, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. We get the actual DVD in our hands. Pretty pumped. Uh, you pre-ordered yours. Yep. Um, I'm going to go in person because uh, I'm trying to chase the steel steel case. I yeah, saw a picture of it. That. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen iTunes. Amazon pre-sale mm-hmm. the steel case. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, one of the big box stores has it available. I'll get it after work, maybe before work. I'll I'll pick it up. But I'm pretty pumped for that. So we just want to release, you know, kind of explain how the rest of the month is going to lay out. We're excited for Spectre to be out. Watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a few probably dozen times we're going to see this film. Um, what we're doing, we've, we missed the movie release. We were trying to get all the reviews done. Failed miserably. Failed <laughs> tremendously. We missed that mark, uh, by a few months. By but here we months, are. You know, so Spectre, Spectre's gonna be released today. Uh, for our normal listeners expecting a Thursday podcast, you can get the beginning of Daniel Craig. So you're gonna get Casino Royale and Quantum. We're releasing those together for a reason. And that reason will make more sense on Thursday. And then the following week, Skyfall. And then the week after that is the week that Spectre is released in Britain. And lo and behold, our Spectre review podcast. Beautiful. Will be out that week when the movie's available. Nice. So perfect timing on our part. Go watch the movie so and then listen just to our little, review. Yeah, it's a little pat on our back plus a little reward to our fans. Mm-hmm. And then also we've been kind of hoarding some emails and tweets and just... Some yep. messages, so we thought a quick little shout-out, um, a little bonding. We're going to read some of these and uh, have some responses. So, welcome to our eighth Odd Job. Uh, again, an Odd Job is a short podcast with a singular purpose. The purpose today, read some of your emails. Thanks for bonding with us. Ready? Ready. All right.
Number one. What do you got? Let's pull up the old email. I have an email here from Alan. Uh-huh. And he asks, why don't you number your episodes? That's a great question. And Alan, the reason we don't number our podcast is because we did originally. We uh, we did the little punny 001, 002, 003. But when they came out on iTunes, which originally was the only format we were releasing them in, um, they didn't look aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and iTunes already mm-hmm. numbers them automatically by themselves on the side. Yeah. So we took out the, the numbering and it just looked, mm-hmm. looked better, the titles of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've considered we, our odd jobs are numbered. Yep. We number all the odd jobs. For your eyes only will likely be Maybe numbered. Maybe we'll work out some numbering Since system. it's going to be a not movie format. Right. Not I, in order. Yeah. It's going to be and, not. And that, that's where I, I, I know everything you said. But I also view too like our – let's be honest. If you're listening to us, you're probably a diehard Bond fan. Right. Like a Jordan Peters. Right. Jordan, you know, from Facebook. Yeah. You know the order the movies came out. Right. So we don't need to pander to you and give you the double O. Right. Thing, yeah. You know. So if we went out of order, I would want you to know what the order was. But right. we, we went in order. Yeah. So the, the reviews are all in order. So that's why. All right. Good question, Alan. Thank you, Alan. All right. I got a quick one here. Uh, nice Tuxus. What's your secret to dressing like Bond on an everyman salary from Bill? So probably he saw us on Twitter. Yeah. Um, the tux is there. My secret for a tux is have someone give you that tux. <laughs> that was my secret. Zero dollars spent. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Your secret. I also you found where'd you find your I tux actually jacket? I, I bought my tux from a on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it on eBay from a uh, well, there's more to the story. I had most of the tux from when I was a casino dealer. Right. The game right. that I had back in college. But, uh, so how do you save money? Get a job that gives you gives you two thirds <laughs> of the outfit and get paid for it. Yeah, and uh, then then go on eBay, buy the jacket in your size. And here's the key: know your size. Know your size, but that's not you're not done there because everybody knows. I took it to a tailor uh-huh. afterwards and had them tailor the jacket. Right. So just a little bit, you know, it was it it it, it was definitely. Far cheaper than a suit, right? But you know, spend spend the extra, you know, twenty bucks to go get the the, the jacket tailored, right? So, and the biggest thing, if you can't afford, you're like worried about going to a tailor. Make sure that when you buy the jacket, the chest size is appropriate. Yeah. Okay, because it's cheaper, it's much cheaper, and more, it, it's easier just to get the sleeves hemmed mm. in. Yep. But if you got to get it taken in on the sides, that's where some of the more money yeah. is gonna is gonna come in because they're gonna have to do a little more work. But if you get a suit that fits you nice on the chest, mm-hmm. it's not gonna cost you much at all to get those sleeves redone for you. Yep. So I think I think knowing your size, the easy answer to that is uh, knowing your size on things, finding good bargains. Yep. Um, for that, and then I would say wearing clothes that you're comfortable in. Because uh, you know James Bond, especially the Roger Moore era, like he's wearing the cat. That's what he was comfortable in. Yeah, he looks good because he's comfortable in that. I'll tell you what, as soon as know your size, be comfortable in it. There's nothing like putting on the white dinner jacket though. Those, on you look good. Oh man, that's look just, good. You you just like you play the part. You go into a restaurant, you, they give you a table with no reservation, none. They're like, they here give you go. Table at the front, and everybody walks in. And you're like, I hate to tell you this, but you're underdressed. Exactly. <laughs> You got another you got another do. one for us? I do. I have a a question from Carlin. Okay. 
and it's kind of a larger question. All right. Um, and it's kind of kind of broad. It, it, it asks, name your top three moments in the series. And I had the opportunity to read this before you, so I had the opportunity to do the homework. Right. So I'll go ahead and answer it first, and you can just ignore what I'm saying or okay. listen to it and right. think about it. So my three top moments, and these, to be fair, it, they could change at any day. Uh, but things, if you ask me this right now, that come to mind. Number one, and this is in no order. The Spy Who Loved Me opening sequence with the parachute opening with Union Jack. Uh-huh. The fact that I am not British and that makes me cheer when I see that tells me that is an amazing scene. Uh-huh. Another one, Skyfall. When they go to the storage facility and then the DB, the lights come on in the storage and the DB5's there and you hear the wah, wah, you know, the opening James mm-hmm. Bond, I'm, I'm just like chills down my spine. I love that moment. And just for the pure classic uh, feel of it, when we meet Sean Connery for the first time and Dr. No over the back rat table with the cigarette hanging from his mouth. Those are my top three at the moment favorite moments in the series. Now, I had the opportunity to know that ahead of time. What are your top three moments? So, just going from the gut, Mm -hmm. the cold open for Casino Royale. Very good. Where he earns his double offs. Yep. It was just exciting for me to see that on opening day and the theaters, knowing how I felt in 2002 walking away from Die Another Day in the theaters. Mm -hmm. And to go in in 2006, and that's how they opened Casino, just like... Bam! Yes. Bounce back, bitches! Okay. And then... Knowing it's a reboot, I'm like, okay, so the where's the gun barrel? Okay, I see what they're uh, doing there. Okay, uh, oh, so you're going? All right, you're doing something else. Okay, all right, okay. Um, M, played by Dame Judi Dench, mm-hmm. when she gives that speech to James Bond. Oh, that could easily be in the top three for me. Yeah. I, I I like that moment. Um, and then I would say the. Fight in the train from Russia with love, Sean Connery. Um, Rick Grant? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that might be... That is a good one. Those are, some, those are my moments. Yeah. I think... It, I, I agree with those. Those are all great moments. And I think this is a good opportunity to tell you, let's continue the mailbag segment. Yeah. You know, or tweet us. Yeah. yeah I, especially our, our, regular, good one. our regular people. Tell us what your top three... A lead very similar to that. One yep. of the ones I pulled. Has doing this series made you change what your favorite movie was? If so, what was it and what is it now? Mm. It's from Dan. I mm. thought that was a good question. I'll take I read it, I pulled it, so you didn't get to see this. Um, no. I don't think I've changed what my favorite movie was coming into this project. It was from Russia with Love. I think having gone through all the films, it's still from Russia with Love. Any feelings I have of any film approaching from Russia with Love, I had prior to this series. I think what it changed was my perspective of like the middle, some of those films. Yeah. I think uh, I got a second chance. Yeah. My feelings of On Her Majesty's has changed. You like it a lot Going more? into this project, yes. Yeah. It was a movie I kind of had dis- dismissed before, but going 
into this. And we've explained countless times, and I just I want to get to the four your eyes only of Her Majesty's. Mm-hmm. When we did the reviews, we reviewed the film, and we've we've kind of cheated in the Brazen era as we the closer we got to real time. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we definitely we were really good about it when we first started the project. That we reviewed each film as if that was the only Bond film that existed. Yeah. You know, so when we got to On Her Majesty, it was, where the hell is Sean Connery? What is going on here? <laughs> you know, kind of deal. Yeah. And so it, it was a harsher kind of review when we were at that sixth podcast. Yeah. Um, but in the larger scheme of things and why I'm excited to review it again, I think we'll be able to give it an honest shake. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then, you know, for me... Goldfinger, Goldfinger has always in. been, yeah. but I think I have to be honest, you know, some of our discussions about Goldfinger and, and just reliving the entire series again makes me question, is it really that great of a movie or am I just tied to the memories of that movie? Mm-hmm. Um, so we've discussed a little bit that Casino Royale is definitely in the running to surpass that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for just you know, perfect examples of the opening that you discussed and the rebooting and the the whole poker aspect of it, just knowing having read the novel, how much justice they did to the novel right. with that that film Vesper, you know how. So yeah, I think I think I'm at the point where I can say Casino Royale is probably going to edge out Goldfinger, but Goldfinger is always going to have a soft spot in my heart. Right. right. So. Do you got another one? No, I that you know you check the email a lot more than I do, so I uh, right. I only grabbed those two. I got I got not it's not really a question, but I wanted I wanted to read this letter because I thought it uh, okay made a good point. Uh huh. So here it is. This is from Diane. She Diane, says okay. I was a big fan of Roger Moore. I watched my first film in theaters without my parents in 1973. So she's she's a long time fan. Yeah. I went with a group of friends from high school and we watched Live and Let Die. None of the girls wanted to, but of course, our cute boyfriends did, so we went along. Good for her. (laughs) What a great girlfriend at the time. Uh, It turned out that I would have my first celebrity crush that day. His name? Roger Moore. I can relate to that. uh, I can relate to going to a film and having those kind of emotions. You you don't like Roger Moore, but okay. Right. (laughs) I mean, not to Roger Moore, but I can relate. You know, going into a film and, yeah, you know, walking away. Uh, let's see. So she says, I've been a fan of the series since. My husband and I always go to the cold opens each night. Uh, excuse me. I, I don't know how to read English anymore. My husband and I always go to the opening night of each new Bond film. We introduce our kids to the series and it's it's something our family would do over holidays and snowy days. I happened to listen to your podcast as Spectre was approaching and enjoyed the banter between the two of you. Thanks, yeah, Diane. Thank you. That's g- glad you found us. I could tell you two are friends off the air and know each other well. It's true. I'm glad you picked that up. Thank you. Uh, your conversation reminded me of listening to my husband talk about Bond with his friends over poker, which is kind of close to how this whole thing yeah. kind of came to existence for us. Yet, when I got to your Roger Moore era podcast, I noticed that one of your co-hosts was unnecessarily negative toward Sir Roger Moore. She gets fancy there. Sir. <laughs> Hasn't called him Sir the whole letter. That's me, by the way. Yeah, that I was, was that's I am me. not I'm, taking the hit on that. I'm the guy. Uh, as you mentioned, your desire for a mailbag during each podcast, I'm writing to tell you this. Give them a chance. I hope you have a more open attitude as you continue your podcast. 
Did she I, spell more there? M O O. No, that would have been great. Awesome. That would have been great, Diane. <laughs> no, but she didn't. No. Um, I really respected that letter. Yeah. She could have easily written like, "I hate you Fuck guys," you. or she could have stopped yeah. listening. Yeah. But she's like, no, she's giving us a chance and just asking us to be more open. I hope that she got to listen to the the more um, when we reviewed. We did the odd job more. Yeah. I think we kind of t- took a step back and you tried to not be totally negative. Yeah. Uh, so and then he's you know, my kooky uncle. I like him. Yeah. Nice. Stick around, Diane, for the four year eyes only series, and I think we'll have some longer discussions and and kind of approach it from a different angle there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really appreciated that that letter. Yeah, <clears throat> that, was, that was nice. To, yeah, that was a good one. Not not really a question, but yeah, thanks for that, more, Diane. More of a comment. Yeah, I think. I think you've grown to the point that you'll, you know, you'll give him a little more effort, or a little more mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear some of her arguments of why you should. Yeah. Write us back, Diane. Write us back, Diane, and see, yeah. you know. Why we should. The yeah. only other one, um, it's not even a letter. It's uh, like a paraphrasing of a tweet. Double mm-hmm. O Pop, who tweets us often, yeah. had mentioned once about uh, the score. About uh, reviewing yeah. the score, and privately we said that when we get to the four eyes only, definitely we're going to include that. that in the discussion yeah. uh, of that. But we, I think we were so already so deep into yeah. the format of our review. Well, I think that yeah, we're, it's pretty obvious that you know there was some there was a learning curve. Yeah, we definitely are learning this as we go, and we we made some mistakes. Definitely, we didn't set the ground rules for the car, which has caused some confusion. You know. Yeah, um, but we're getting it worked out, and I think we both would like to spend a little more time on the title sequences as well and ranking that properly. Right. But uh, I think we both <clears throat> realize we need to focus on the, the the score of the film more. good mailbag i enjoyed it we look forward i'm looking to, forward to more to more letters or more tweets just any form facebook anything. yeah uh, yeah obviously uh we haven't given again, our snail foster, mail address foster so. the bonding yeah that's the whole point of this and yes. diane we're gonna we're gonna be better to roger more you will I've, I've always been relatively nice to him you have i'm the forgiver of the franchise although i think when you call somebody their kooky uncle there's a lot of implications like that aren't that quite positive you know yeah like, i guess yeah. i guess it's like everyone has a kooky uncle, but he's also probably a racist. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I'd gone that far. You want to bring this home? Uh, sure, yeah. Let's go ahead and do that.
download all our podcasts, this one, next ones, future ones. They're on iTunes, they're on Stitcher. If it's the beginning of the month, they're on Podbean. Even if it's the end of the month, they're on Podbean. You may not listen to it until the but next they're month. There. They're there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bonding Over Bond. We respond and we're active on there. Like our Bonding Over Bond Facebook page. Um, leave us a review. Rate us on iTunes. Thank you, uh, Jordan. We appreciate it. That was a great review. Great review. Thank um, you. Took the time to write some stuff. Uh, again, reach out to us. We're very appreciative. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope we keep up the good work and um, in, in the podcast. Uh, send us emails so we could be part of the mailbags in the future. Also, so we could just get some feedback. We could, you know, maybe talk about things that you want to listen to as part of the bonding community. Uh, that email is bondingoverbond at gmail dot com, and the website. Scott, what's up going on with the website? I'm currently at www.lionizepodcast.com, L-I-O-N-I-Z-E podcast.com, mm-hmm. slash bonding over bond for more content, trivia, and news. And uh, very soon, we keep talking about it. Uh, I think we can, can we say, bondingoverbond.com. That is where we'll eventually jump off and lionize will still I mean, exist. you could go there now. You can go there now. You'll get a page. Yeah. With some information. There's definitely some information on there, and mm-hmm. then it'll take you to lionizepodcast.com as well. Right. So bondingoverbond.com will be the, uh, the long-term home for this podcast. Um, yeah. In the meantime, what should everybody remember? Remember, Diane wants you to give Roger Moore a chance. Until next time, shake it. Don't stir. I've spent a lifetime running... And I always get away But with you I'm feeling something That makes me want to stay I'm prepared for this I never shoot to miss But I feel like a storm is coming Remember Rick? Yeah. I think we made it past nine podcasts. Yeah, we did. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Rick the dick.